Blog Talk Radio.
ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to El Barrio Verde, a weekly political radio show from Los Angeles, sponsored by the East Los Angeles Community Law and Civil Rights Center, self-help legal solutions and resources for the entire community. It's a beautiful day here in Los Angeles. This is Carlos Montenegro, and bienvenidos to the neighborhood. This show is being broadcasted live from East Los Angeles in the Spanglish language to all of our hermanos and hermanas in all 50 United States. El Barrio Verde, weekly political commentary radio show. The East Los Angeles Community Law and Civil Rights Center is a nonprofit corporation offering a wide range of self-help legal solutions and services to the community of Los Angeles or immigrants or individuals who are economically challenged. The East Los Angeles Community Law and Civil Rights Center provides free and low-cost informational services to those who cannot afford the legal assistance of an attorney and who are unable to fill out the legal forms and self-representation cases on their own for lack of understanding the complexity of the law in self-pursuit of their personal freedoms, civil liberties, justice, and equality. The East Los Angeles Community Law and Civil Rights Center is located at 4765 Whittier Boulevard, in East Los Angeles, 90022, and our telephone number is 310-619-3634. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to our show this morning. Today's show is called A Guide to Corresponding with Prisoners. Now, the first thing that I want to make clear, and I do on every show, is that I'm only a law student, and I'm not a lawyer. The East Los Angeles um, Community Civil Rights Rights Center would like to encourage people today to show solidarity and support for incarcerated activists. This show will be a brief introduction to the difficulties people often encounter when reaching out to people in custody of the prison industrial complex. For those of you who are not locked up and have thought about writing to prisoners but are hesitant to get started, this is going to be a great show to provide you with the best and basic information about the challenges that are unique to corresponding with prisoners. If at the end of this free training course, you would like to receive a free PDF book about today's presentation, email me at East Los Angeles Law Center at gmail.com. Incidentally, we will also have a PDF book um, that can be sent there to your email, but we also have a hardback, perfect bound edition book of this show, uh, which contains much more information in it. Um, it's available for $9.99, and at some particular point in time, I will give you the um, the link here where you can order directly online and have it shipped to your home. Let's get started with our show here. Corresponding with prisoners. Writing letters is the easiest way to keep in touch with someone who has been incarcerated. Bear in mind that everything you write to the prisoner can be read by prison guards and wardens, not to mention other prisoners. Prisons will also copy letters and forward them to local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies. What you write can be used against the prisoner, yourself, and your community. So be careful and use discretion. This applies to phone calls also. If you are attempting to show support to prisoners, one suggestion that I have is to commit to writing to one or only two prisoners and do it well. This can be worth a lot more than several prisoners receiving one-time hastily written letters. The examples of people attempting validity to keep up with writing to 10 prisoners and then having to scale down to one or two are numerous. 
It's extremely important to learn the guidelines concerning prisoner mail. If you are writing to a prisoner for the first time or the prisoner has been transferred to a different facility, send a simple, unadorned letter. No doodles, no decorations, no other documents or photos. Just a plain, everyday letter, either handwritten with a ballpoint pen or printed from a computer. Most prisons have regulations about mail that make no sense to the outside world, but like prohibitions against the use of markers and cranes. In that first letter, ask the prisoner what he or she may or may not receive. Usually prisoners have a fairly good idea of what will not make it past the censors. If you follow the prisoner's advice and your mail continues to be withheld, write to the warden of the prison requesting an explanation. Prison officials may reject mail for many reasons, including smudges or stains on the envelope, the presence of a circled A, or other perceived code, or the use of certain words or topics such as anarchy in the letter. Don't be discouraged if your mail doesn't get through. You can file an appeal, generally a short, a long shot, or modify the package to, um, to appease them, a more reliable option. Don't give up and allow prison craft to follow, isolate the person inside. It's also a good idea to keep copies of all correspondence. Don't forget that your goal is to show support for the person being incarcerated. Try to do that with the least amount of stress on that prisoner. Know that the waves you create on the outside will be felt within the prison walls as well. People who haven't written to prisoners before often worry about what they should write. We suggest you share something about your life with them. Tell a story about a trip. Ask about what life is like on the inside. You can learn a lot from their experience as well and ask what they plan to do when they get out because most prisoners have limited funds available and have to buy things like hygiene, items, toothpaste, shampoo, etc. It may take them a while before they get back to you and don't feel intimidated about writing well-known political prisoners. They are not superheroes. Be clear about what you are willing to do for a prisoner. Try not to make promises you may not be able to fulfill. Remember that a prisoner is in a very isolated, dependent setting. Some prisoners may ask for favors that are you are capable, incapable of doing or are not in, of interest to you. If you're no causes a prisoner to stop writing to you, so be it. Sadly, there is no shortage of people in prison to correspond with. Don't decide against writing just because you can't commit to writing someone throughout the length of his or her sentence. Here are some of the things that um, that usually they don't allow. Do not send the following items in prison mail unless the prisoner you are corresponding with has explained the correct procedures for doing so. This includes books, magazines, cash, checks, or money orders, stamps, blank paper, photos, anything with staples or paper clips, original artwork, color photograph, photocopies are usually okay, documents that can be used as or used to obtain ID, social security cards, birth certificates, etc., and do not use tape, markers, glue, or crayons. When writing a prisoner, use common sense. Send neat, legible letters on plain paper. Use a full name and return address 
but consider using a neutral address such as a post office box. Do not divulge sensitive information, your home address, phone number, or people's phone names. This is for your security and that of the prisoner. Mail rules. Ask the prisoner Uh, what his or her institution requires, refer the prisoner to a books to prisoners program nearby. Date all your letters and list everything you've enclosed, photos or photocopies, so that the prisoner can make sure that they are receiving them. If a prisoner tells you that something was not received, write a letter appealing the confiscation, usually to the warden. Be forward and clear in your letter as to your intentions. Prisoner is unfamiliar with you. It would be appreciated if, if you would state who you are and whether you are um, working with a political organization or an organization outside. Be upfront about your politics and say how you got the prisoner's contact info. Be explicit about whether you are interested in starting a pen pal relationship, and ask if the prisoner would like to correspond and whether they are there are topics he or she would would like to discuss or not discuss. Keep your first letter reasonably short and to the point until you have the rules worked out. Be patient. Prisoners may not write back or may take a while to respond. They may occasionally come across as cynical, angry, or disinterested. Keep in mind that people in institutionalized settings like jails are more prone to mood swings, depression, and frustration. Some may have had people write to them before and may have stopped writing or failed to come through on promises to them. And writing to you may be their first, uh, only safe outlet for venting their frustrations. Try not to take it too personally. Don't make empty promises. Many well-meaning people write letters offering support or assistance to prisoners out of goodwill, then fail to follow through. Don't make promises you cannot keep. Don't offer to send items you can't afford. Be honest. It's best to extend support slowly as your relationship grows. Don't romanticize prisoners or prisons. Like any anyone else, prisoners have unique strengths and weaknesses. It's important to remember that prisoners can develop manipulative behaviors as a mechanism with the interests they are under in prison. Some are estranged from their families as a direct result of their own actions. Don't make assumptions about what a prisoner needs or how a prisoner will handle things. Do not discuss anything illegal with prisoners. Again, this is for your security and theirs. Prisoners can be implicated for outside actions that violate the law. If the authorities find information about this in the hands of a prisoner, in hands of prisoners, they can um, face added time and harsh treatment. Do not make political judgments on prisoners' experiences. Some prisoners, out of desperation, write publications for pen pals whether or not they agree completely with the views advanced in them. Rather than attack a prisoner, it's best to be polite but firm. If they write something you find objectionable, if a prisoner declares himself or himself, for example, white supremacist, for example, explain your disagreement, encourage the person to reconsider their views or actions, and discontinue the relationship if appropriate. White supremacist gangs often have ties to the outside, and it's wise to avoid feuds with such prisoners. Ladies and gentlemen, um, it's been great doing these short shows of these um, mini guides to uh, working with the community. 
Um, I look forward tomorrow um, to speaking with you um, on our show about um, immigration. And uh, also we have another show on immigration on Wednesday. This is Carlos Montenegro from the East Los Angeles Community Law and Civil Rights Center. And I'd like to wish you a very nice day and a wonderful week. Thank you, and I'll see you next time.